I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios. Back to Brad and Bennett on 92.9 FM ESPN. Bobby Marks is a front office insider, the NBA insider from ESPN. He's on Twitter at Bobby Marks 42, and he's a very busy man between his trade meters, Eastern Conference Trade Guide, Western Conference Trade Guide, and today uh, launched a new low post podcast with Zach Lowe that you can hear. It's on his timeline at Bobby Marks 42, and of course through ESPN.com. Uh, Bobby, right in the middle of it now. How's things going for you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing well. Um, we were doing really good up until about three <laughs> games ago until uh, Shannon Sharp threw his ass in the middle of the court, and then all hell broke loose. I don't know. I hope he's not the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, but it's been three games now. Just a, a sort of a weird time for the Grizzlies. I'll just start with that. You know, um, we, we have John not play last night. They lose to the Kings, which isn't a surprise. Kings are a good team. They had they just killed us in the three point arc there at the beginning of the game with a record tying uh, first quarter. Uh, that's a good Kings team, but where do you think the Grizzlies are right now? They're they're right there at the top in second place ahead of the Kings, but uh, your assessment of the Grizzlies so far? Yeah, I mean, I think there is some separation between where um, more Memphis and Denver is and everyone else in the in the Western Conference. I, I guess you can make an argument that Golden State will always be um, always be a threat um, based off what they did last year. I, I'm not ready to hit the, the panic alarm. I, I think, you know, the, the three games were just, they're all, they're all three were different. You know, the, the, you know, I think I'm, I'm probably a little more disappointed in how the Laker game ended yeah. um, because you had, I mean, you were, you had the game, right? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Were, yeah, I mean, um, Phoenix, the start is a concern. Um, and then, yeah, you go into Sacramento and get, you know, your doors blown off a little bit by a good a Kings team here that, um, you know, without, without jaw here. So, um, but you had one, I think, what, 11 in a row before that here. So I think the overall, pro- I think where you are, I think you, you, you're happy with. I think it's now it's going to lead the question with, you know, the deadline looming on February 9th. Um, are you content as far as what you have? Um, you know, we've talked about it at length that, you know, the Grizzlies are not known to, to trade first round picks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they like to, they love the draft, 11 out of the 15 players on this roster are draft picks, um, you know, is the big all, uh, addition going to be Danny Green, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's going to be the big the big question here. So I think it, it'll be interesting as far as what they do. But, yeah, I'm not – yeah, everyone goes through these little bit of, um, I guess, I don't know, I don't know if say lulls, yeah. but um, we'll see how they rebound, right? I think yep. their next – who's their next game? Is it Golden Warriors State? Warriors tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's going to be a great test. You know, I mean, this this Golden State team is – 
pretty vulnerable. They've uh, lost a bunch of games. I know they played them on Christmas, but they've lost a bunch of games to Brooklyn and Orlando and Detroit here. Um, but I'm sure this Golden State team will be up for this game. Yeah, I, I read you know the sort of the trade index you gave the Grizzlies a four, and then I listened to the portion of the the low podcast today where on the low post podcast, which you can hear at ESPN.com and on your feed there. Um, j- just kind of talking about the Grizzlies' strategy because they've been pretty pragmatic to this point. I, I guess you could call it whether it's using Melton and flipping them, flipping for picks, never trading their first round picks, and now you sit there with the Danny Green contract, which everybody's got their eyeballs on because. It's been really strange, um, you know, when you look at it, Bobby, because like he's been on the the local TV broadcast, not being right. a local. He's right. doing everything but be John Moran in terms of a local celebrity. It's kind of odd, right. actually. Like he is playing this like he's going to be on the court now. I, he he's not stupid. He knows what's going on. My point is, in, in what I would predict, and and I'll ask you, is that they flip him now. I the way they talk, they're like, yeah, he's playing five on five, and. Like it, it, they could very well just say he's going to be our next little piece, and we're willing to ride with what we got. You know, I, I'll ask you, what do you think they'll do? Yeah, I mean, I think the value is, is if you flip them, can you bring back a guy that has another year left on his contract? Um, you know, they're not a team that goes into um, usually in the off season with with flexibility. Here, you just signed uh, Brandon to extension. You know, Stephen was extended. Um, you know, uh, you're going to have to figure out what to do with, um, you know, Desmond Bain. Yeah, um, Brooks. Yeah. And Dylan Brooks. You know, yeah. that's going to be, you know, the, the big question as far as, um, you know, the cost uh, associated with that. I mean, we talked about with Zach and I, you know, the good thing with, with Jarrett's contract, it descends yeah. um, and it goes, you know, it goes lower. That's a good value here. But, yeah, I mean, I think I think for Memphis and for, for Zach, climbing they have to figure out is kind of what is the value of, of Danny more in a trade or what he can give you on the court because the Danny Green before the injury, yeah, I mean, it gives you a a guy who can come off your bench, has won three championships, you know, career what thirty eight percent shooter in the um, in the playoffs. Um, so that's that's the big question because it's a I call that the sweet spot contract, right? I mean, when yeah. guys make in that ten to twelve million dollar range, you can get a fifteen million dollar guy back. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to have a guy like that and a contract like that to try to flip. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Bobby Marks is with us on 92.9 FM ESPN. He's the ESPN NBA front office insider, does a terrific job. Follow him on Twitter at BobbyMarks42. And then just in terms of the five that they're riding with as their starting lineup, except when they're doing load management, you get Ja, Bain, Jackson. We talked about some of their contracts. The interesting one to me has been Dylan Brooks and the yeah. remake of what I think the fans' perception is of Dylan Brooks because yeah. you know you see that moment at the end of the playoffs without Ja where he's they're really dependent on him to score and try to figure that out without Adams. And then this year when they have all five of them together on the floor, it's really clear that he's the new incarnation of sort of the, the Tony Allen role on this team. You know, yeah. Maybe not maybe a better scorer than Tony Allen, but – in terms of the money, I'm at the the point where I think he's worth a lot of money, and and yeah. that's going to be the challenge for the Grizzlies. You know, yeah, I mean that's the big thing. You know, he's on a, a you know the last year of this extension that he signed a few years back. Now, what's you know, it feels like with Memphis, there's a, there's a salary structure on how they pay the players. <laughs> yes, right? like yeah, yeah. Like, it's tiered. Hey, guys, yeah, it's tiered. You know, I, like I like to look at it. You know, percentage of the cap, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it just kind of. Like they knew what the you know Jaws a no brainer, but then you knew what Jaron was, and then you you look you know even with Tyus this yeah. past summer, hey, we're gonna pay Tyus as the top 
backup point yeah, guard. Clark here, is in that category too. Yeah, Clark's yeah, there, so, and then you got to pay Bain exactly. soon too. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and Desmond's going to call. I mean, we a lot of money. look at what Tyler got, Hero, and mm-hmm. Jordan Poole, and those guys. So, you know, $25, $26 million. The, the good thing with them is that the back end of the roster is, is filled with all these former, you know, former first and second yeah. round picks. So yeah. you, you, you're not going to be, you know, extremely top heavy. So, you know, what is, what's the number for, for Dylan? Is it 18? That's right. It. I mean, yep. it's 18, $19 million yeah, it's a good number, in that range. Right? And that's, that's probably what you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking to uh, Bobby Marks here. Let me flip around the league. Cause we got a chance to see that Kings team last night. That's in third yeah. place. There are two teams, I think, below us and Denver that fans are looking at here in Memphis, Bobby, and those are obviously the Kings because of their young stars. You you kind of see the banged-up Suns now, and, and then you look at the Warriors, and everybody's talking about the Warriors. It's like a bomb there at the bottom, of the, you know, sort of in that 7-8 range just waiting to explode. And I, I'm scared of them, too. I don't care what they're throwing out there on the floor, and we'll get a chance to see it tomorrow night. We saw it on Christmas, and fans were really de- dejected coming off of that Christmas thing because I think we had such high expectations. You know, can the, can the Warriors just sort of sleep around and load manage their way and, you know, hang around? Because it seems like that's what they're doing. Be a 7 or 8, get in, and then uh, kick ass, <laughs> you know? I, I think it's, it's a little bit more of a challenge this year for how the Western Conference is, yeah. is structured. I mean, you look at the standings and you go from five to 13, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there is not much separate. I mean, you lose two games and you're, you go from five to eight in, in, a, in a day or two here. And I think the, the thing with Golden State is, is that, you know, the, the, we saw them in Boston and certainly the inability to close out the game, but we saw them in, against Memphis on Christmas Day. But there's been a pattern here, the Brooklyn game the other night where you're up 13 with seven minutes left. That's, that's probably the, the concern. And eventually yeah. what happens is time's going to run out. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're going to look up at the standings and you're going to be on the road playing in the 9-10 game. Yep. Because I think the Lakers will be there, um, you know, down the stretch. We'll see what happens with, you know, the, the teams in Minnesota. Um, you know, I don't know what happened with Portland here, but yeah, um, yeah, they're always going to be as long as Curry and Thompson and Green and Wiggins are on the court, they'll they'll always be a threat. Um, but the big thing is this roster is a little bit different than they were a year ago with some of the veterans off their bench. There's no Gary Payton there. Otto Porter's not there here. You're relying more on Vincenzo um, is kind of a big piece now for you. Yeah, but but at the end, but on the other end, I wouldn't want to play him in a two seven. No. I wouldn't want to play him in a one eight. Right? No. Like, no, and no. So so yeah. So that's that's a little bit of concern. Like Sacramento's a, Sacramento's a fun team. Um, you know the the turnaround is great. I think it's great for the league here. But at the end of the day. Some of those guys, you know, De'Aaron Fox never been in a seven-game series. Yeah, you know, Sabonis yeah. has with uh, Indiana. Keegan Murray hasn't. Uh, Harrison Barnes certainly was this time in Golden State. So it's a little bit of a, more of a new experience for them. And yeah, those are, you know, I, I I would take them in a series, but I'd be concerned about playing the Clippers in a series. Yeah, right? like, yeah. So it's just like in Phoenix, same with uh, with them. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting as far as you know. It's, I'd I'd love to go to the theory where. You know, I mean, it would make the, the, the regular season more interesting. It's like, pick your opponent. You get to number <laughs> one, yeah. pick your opponent. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah. it would make, I think it would make things a lot interesting. Yeah, the, the Warriors are one that now, that's a true, I think whoever the Warriors play is a rivalry at this point, but the Grizzlies fans, you, it's like fire and ice when you see those two franchises, especially the way that that series went last year. I think Memphis would love a chance to get back at Golden State at this point. 
I mean, I, I haven't watched a lot of Golden State. I did watch the Celtics game about a week ago, and it felt like they gave it their best effort, and they ended up losing that game. Um, it was on national TV, I think, on Sunday, you know, and they had all their dudes out there, and, and they ended up losing the game, to your point. You know, it's it, it, they may not be able to get over the hump if they wait that long to try to get everybody healthy and play. Uh, Bobby Marks is with us, at Bobby Marks 42 on Twitter, the ESPN NBA front office insider. One final thing here, kind of looking around the, the league in the East, we saw the Cavs here last week before they went on the road trip. It was the best game of that 11-game stretch where they were kept blowing out teams and winning, and they finally got a close game against the Cavs. Cavs are really good, and J.B. Bickerstaff, it's like, I don't know if he's coach of the year, but uh, finally seeing him up close and personal, like the Cavs outside of the Bucks and the Celtics, are they like the third team in that in that side of it? Yeah, I mean, they're, uh, yeah, I, mean I, I think the big thing for them is they have to be healthy. Right, yeah. I think Mitchell has to stay healthy. He's had a lot of kind of a you know whether it be a hamstring or a groin, a knee. Um, he's got to be on the court for them to have a chance to get out of a first round series here. And but you look at um, you know with him and Garland, and then you've got Mobley and Allen. I mean Mobley won for thirty eight the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to be intrigued what if they can do something at the deadline. I know they're limited with their first round picks because of the the, the the Utah trade here. Um, you've got, you know, with Levert, Kevin Love, guys like that. Um, that's another team like, you know, a team that lost in the play-in last year, right? You yeah. know, it's it's a new experience for them, right? It's a new yeah. experience for Darius Garland. It's a new experience for, for Evan Mo. I mean, seven first-round series, is, you, as you know, like, yeah. there's so, such a roller coaster of, uh, of everything that goes on. So, I think the goal for them, they'll be a top-six team. Um, you know, a 4-5, them in Brooklyn would be tremendous i think um you know there but mm-hmm. they're a good team i don't think they're ready quite yet but they are um you know they're a good team that's built for um for the next few years yep tremendous stuff and i will encourage you to keep using the whiteboard bobby i like the whiteboard <laughs> you know i appreciate it thank you yeah keep the whiteboard uh, you also have a nice breakdown of the Rui Hachimura, uh, the trade that just went down with los angeles and the podcast of course the low post podcast as well thanks so much for your time man appreciate you i appreciate it. thank you, got, you yep that's bobby mark from ESPN here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Coming back, we'll talk Tigers, Tigers bracketology, including where do the Tigers sit right now, according to Joe Lenardi and ESPN. We'll find that out next with four stories on 92.9 FM ESPN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.